This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 95. Woohoo. Very close to the 100 now. I do have something planned for that which I will tell you about in the next few weeks. Anyway, in today's show I speak to Clarification Charlie. Yes, she is back. About strange laws in England because there are some strange things in England. Um, and this is actually one of my favourite episodes because the conversation sort of moves in a direction that I wasn't expecting really because Charlie tells me a few things that she's not happy about so the conversation moves in a sort of strange direction and in my opinion serves as a great example of why this podcast is real english real people is is that what he says or is it real people real english i can't remember anyway the fact is that it's actual real conversation because a lot of the conversation that english learners listen to in books and things like this is often scripted done by actors this is definitely not as you will hear on today's podcast but you also hear it on every podcast, but this is an even better example. Um, just a quick note as well to all full volume members. The transcript to this podcast will be in the Facebook group at about 11 o'clock Italian time. This will be the last time though, I promise, as after this week, it will always be in the members area of the website. But I will talk to you about that in a podcast later this week. Remember, full volume membership is closed at the minute, but will be opening soon, woohoo, in a few weeks. But obviously, I will talk to you about that. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking now and let you listen. Happy listening. Clarification, Charlie. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Always fantastic. Always fantastic. Have you been missing us on a Rock and Roll English? Well, I have been missing you to some extent, although I have been listening. And uh, as as you mentioned in your most recent podcast, I I do have a few complaints. <laughs> Well, the complaints you can give us at any point, okay? But if you want at the end, maybe send a letter of complaint, yeah. okay? That's the best way. I actually teach students sometimes how to write a letter of complaint because really? that's how important it is, yeah. It'd be a very strongly worded letter, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Some nice rock and roll vocabulary there, strongly worded. It's quite obvious to me, using strong words. but quite a formal way to say it. Uh, um, basically, well, I, it's a formal I, way to say, I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad because it's rock and roll English, okay? You need to make people angry. You can't be such a boring person like eating vanilla ice cream all the time. You need to have an opinion, okay? Upset some people, make some people angry. Yeah, I was pissed off. Nice to know. Some nice rock and roll vocabulary there. Pissed off means angry. Um, anyway, so obviously we can talk about this in the show, but how do we usually start the show? With a review. Do you think we have a review? Yes. Unfortunately not. Um, it's a bad time for reviews. A real yeah. bad time. We're stuck in a rut, as I said last week. Stuck in a rut. Yeah. It's like stuck in a bad, bad run, bad position. I've said to Boom Boom Cannon, fake reviews are fine. Yeah, he needs to get on and write one then, doesn't he? Well, I, you can write one. You can write a <laughs> fake review. Okay, you've got hands. You can write your letter of complaint as a review. That would be fantastic. <laughs> just just give me five just give five stars, okay? I don't want a one star letter of complaint. Yeah, they said some shit stuff, but I'll still give them five stars. Yeah, that would be great, yeah. 
Um, anyway, do you know what we're talking about in today's show? I genuinely have no idea. Oh, dangerous, isn't it? Dangerous coming into rock and roll English. Fuck, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Makes me very nervous. <laughs> Don't worry. It's okay. I've got your back. Oh, some rock and roll vocabulary there. What does that mean? I've got your back. Well, normally it means that you, you kind of look after me, but I actually don't believe you when you say look that. Look after you, support someone. It's nothing sexual. It probably sounds sexual, doesn't it? I've got your back, <laughs> but it's not. It's not, okay? It just means I, I will look after you. I will support you, okay? Yeah. Um, anyway, so we're actually talking about some strange laws in England because, you know, you live in England. I do. Um, you can maybe help us with some of these laws, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one, you can really maybe help us with this, is that apparently pregnant women can um, piss in a policeman's hat if they need to go to the toilet. Um, so I was just wondering, when you were pregnant, you've obviously had a child. At any point, did you need to go to the toilet and just say to the policeman, excuse me, can I just piss in your hat? Do you know what? No, that never happened, actually. It's funny because that, that is a law that I have heard of. But I just thought to myself, even if I was desperate, I wouldn't want to piss in a policeman's hat. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit strange. Nice second conditional there, though, Charlie. If I was desperate, I wouldn't want to piss. Oh, some real rock and roll grammar. Yeah. Um, I don't know as well how this works. Do you piss in front of the policeman? Does he have to watch you while you piss? Yeah, I don't know. And it's like, do you just do it there, there in the street? Because I just have yeah. so many questions to ask. As well, a policeman's hat is big. But if you really need to go for a piss and it comes, there's too much and it goes out of the hat, that's going to go on your feet. Oh, my God. It's going to be disgusting. I'd have to be quite a lot of piss for you to fill a policeman's hat. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> if you really need to go, it, it can happen. Um, okay, so that's the first one. And so I've got another one here. Well, while which we're on the a... pregnant women bit, I'll just, sure. I'll just raise one of my, one of my uh, previous issues. Complaints. Okay, so sure. You're, yeah, you're right. I mean... Obviously, if I needed a wee, I could have pissed in a, in a policeman's hat. But also, um, it, it would have been nice if maybe I was on some public transport and then being heavily pregnant, if someone might want to stand up and give me give me a seat. But no point going your way because you wouldn't, would you? No, I probably wouldn't. I think Charlie's referring to there a couple of episodes ago when I was saying there's nothing worse than being on public transport and seeing a pregnant woman coming to take your seat. I was just saying, sometimes I've been on the tube, I'm waiting there for like, I don't know, 20 minutes to get a seat. Finally, I get the seat. Next stop, pregnant woman comes on. Fucking hell, here we go again. Yeah, well, when I was heavily pregnant and I had to go, I had to go to London for the day, bearing in mind I live in Cornwall, that was quite an effort in itself. Which is quite far, by the way, just in case people aren't familiar with the geography of England. I don't know if you know, Charlie, not everyone in the world is familiar with <laughs> the geography of England and where Cornwall is, okay? Really far away. Really um, far away. So I, I, I travelled the 300 miles it had taken me to get to London that day. I had to get on a DLR service, which is like a... A, a train, train, a train. Yeah, like a tube train. And um, and it was everyone going into the city. It was like kind of half eight, nine o'clock, something like that. Rush then, hour, I rush think, hour. is the technical yeah. term. There we go, there we go. The penny has dropped, which is a nice rock and roll piece of vocabulary. When someone has difficulty understanding, like clarification Charlie there, finally they understand, and there's just that moment. Then the penny drops. Yeah. And I was going because I got come flown into City Airport, and so obviously it's full of all the city workers. 
Sure. All those selfish young men. Not, not a single fucker gave up his seat for me. <laughs> nice how you referred to people there as a single fucker. Sometimes we do this. I don't know why. It's obviously not the most, uh, well, it's not the nicest way to speak, but a fucker, a person, yeah. Well, you know, life's a bitch, yeah, Charlie. Okay, life's a bitch. Get used to it, yeah. okay? Yeah. Um, so the next point on the list is that um, if there are any whales that get washed up onto the shore, so if a sh- uh, pff, so if a whale gets washed up onto the shore, it sort of comes on the shore of the country, and the shore is like the end points where the beaches are. You live near the beach, actually, Charlie. I so- do, and do you know what? We have had whales wash up here. Really? Well, yeah. did you know that they must be offered to the Queen? Okay. <laughs> okay, it's it's the law. Really? Um, yep. And again, seems a bit strange. Like, got a whale. Just think, fuck, we've got to take that to the Queen. Hi, Liz. We've got a massive whale here. What do you want to do with it? Well, I That's don't know, really. That's mad. I had no idea. Honestly, we had this whale wash up on Wonson Bay. It's just down the coast of Cornwall. See, now even I don't know where that is. Oh, down Wonson Bay. What the fuck is Wonson yeah, Bay? Cornwall. It's in Cornwall. Cornwall. And it's a really, it's a lovely beach. Oh, th- thanks for that. And um, and, a, and a whale washed up. And literally, it was it was horrible. It stunk. And it was there for ages and ages and ages. Queen oh, obviously didn't want it. Didn't want it, yeah. You should have taken it to yeah. her. Should have taken it. No, it's their connected speech. Should have taken. Yeah. Should have taken it to her. And um, we also spoke about you, I think, in the Royal Family episode. Um oh. Charlie, when we were talking about how we hate the royal family and you love the royal family, and oh my god, you I mean. and Boom Boom have made me so angry over the last few episodes. You would not believe I was so angry at you. <laughs> Don't worry, okay? Don't worry. You were there moaning about the price of the wedding, the cost of the wedding. So when she says they're moaning, that's complaining. Something I like to do a lot. If if I had to choose one of my favourite hobbies, second conditional, if I had to choose. I'd probably say moaning is up there, one of the top ones. You honestly, but what you what you boys failed to recognise is the fact that actually don't tell me that they bring money to the economy. They Please do. don't they say that. I, I, the oh, wedding in oh itself, <laughs> the wedding in itself, brought three times more the amount than it actually cost. The amount of people that were in this country, tourism, everything. It was it was phenomenal. So in Cornwall, you saw people walking around, like, I don't know, from Brazil saying, oh, I'm in Cornwall to see the royal wedding. No, they were obviously all in London, weren't they? But everyone in Cornwall were flying their flags. Everyone was behind it. People oh, bought right. merchandise. They loved it. The, the merchandise. And, then, merchandise. and that, go, that money goes to the uh, the Queen, does it? Not yeah. the companies that no, are making it, no, them. All these different companies. So people are making things for it, aren't they? And they're making money from it. Well, we're going to have to do a whole podcast about it. So we're going to have to get me, you and Boom Boom on the same podcast. Yeah, we are. Maybe you... Yeah. I was so angry. And you know what? And this is going to make this is going to make you laugh so much. I loved watching it. And guess oh what? Oh, my God. I even cried. Oh, my God. No. No. Please, God, no. This is not happening. Oh, my God. You cried watching a wedding of I two know. people you had never met in your life. I admit it sounds a bit ridiculous when I say it out loud now. I mean, it was just a little bit emotional. It's a bit, obviously why why myself, is it emotional? The reason, why, no, the reason why is, one, I obviously must have been quite emotional generally in life. But I've obviously been married and I know that feeling. But being married, you're not feeling. divorced. <laughs> you're saying, I've been married. Like that happened 10 years ago. And then 
you know, oh, and then that you move on. on that wedding day, it is amazing and it is really lovely and really special. And I thought, oh my God, they must be feeling that now. And then for some reason I got really emotional. I was probably really but, tired as well. But, but yeah. then surely you must cry at every wedding then because that, obviously I that do, feeling. I do, Well, yeah, most. Most? So when you go to a wedding of someone you actually know, there's oh God, a possibility. I'm, I'm a you. It can be a mess. Oh, you actually, oh, you do cry. Because I oh, thought yeah. if you don't cry to someone, for example, if you come to my wedding and you don't cry now, I'm going <laughs> to kill you because <laughs> you told me that you cried when you saw two people you had never met get married. So if you come to my wedding and you don't cry, oh it my wasn't God. like it wasn't like a blubbering mess. Oh, some rock and roll vocabulary, a blubbering mess, someone that cries a lot. But it was just, you know, I welled up, a little tear rolled down my cheek. Oh, so we're having some real rock and roll um, crying vocabulary there. So when you well up, it's like when the water fills in your eyes. And then that just little tear just comes down. And happens a lot when uh, you see two people you don't know uh, getting married. Yeah, it can be. It can be a very emotional experience. Um, anyway, I think that's probably enough of the royal um, stuff for now. Because I've been banging on a lot about the royals recently. What does it mean I've been banging on about the royals? It means you've been talking about them an awful lot because they're great people. Mm, that last part. Ugh, let's just take that <laughs> bit away. They're great people. They might be great people. I don't know. But, you know, there are many great people in the world that don't get these privileges. Um, but as I said, they are great to talk about. OK, even if I don't like the concept, it gives me so much ammunition, so much thing, so much to talk about. It's fantastic. Um, but we're going to move on to these strange things. OK, these strange laws. The next one, I think, again, is very interesting for you. Because apparently it is illegal to be drunk in a pub, okay? Um, and I don't know about you, but I've seen a drunk person in a pub. Have you? Yeah, I've seen quite a few, actually. Yeah. Um, I've seen you. Well, yeah. I've seen you as well. <laughs> and I also thought it's the first thing, drunk person, pub, people having to go to hospital for being drunk. Oh, Remember, God, has that happened know. to you? Should we mention this again? No, no. No. Should we, no. Should we not mention it, or are you saying no? It didn't happen. I'm saying let's not mention it. And your and your calling of the fire brigade. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. Good point. Actually. Yeah. Let's go to the next one. Let's let's go to the next one. Um. So apparently, speaking of being drunk, um, it's also an illegal offence to be in charge of cattle, um, in England and Wales if you are drunk. So first of all, what is cattle? Like cows. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I know it's here only in England and Wales. So if you're drunk, you cannot sort of control these cows. But if you're in Scotland, you're in just Ireland, fucking, it's fine. Just go and get drunk and mess around with the cows. Um, I thought as well it'd be interesting at this point just to mention that um, people in Wales, often English people, just to joke around, will often describe them as sheep shaggers. What what is a <laughs> what what does that mean, Charlie? Uh. They refer to them as, as sheep shags, as people who have sex with sheep. Yeah, so shag shag means sex. Um, so thanks for clarifying that, Charlie. Um, but I also thought maybe that's why that you're not allowed to be drunk around them. Because if they are having sex with the sheep and if they're drunk, they might look at the sheep and think, whoa, that looks... That sheep wants it. <laughs> Such an elegant way there to, to talk for, from a woman. That sheep wants it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, I've got a question for you here, though, clarification, oh, Charlie. You can really clarify something here. What's the plural of sheep? One sheep, two? It's sheep. 
Oh, exactly. Irregular noun. Wow, this is fucking crazy shit on this podcast. (laughs) Um, So, another one here. Um, It's illegal to handle salmon. So, to handle is obviously with your hands. um, In suspicious circumstances. And I thought, hmm, what does that mean? In a suspicious way, basically. So, you can't touch salmon in a suspicious way. I don't know what that means because you would have thought if you're catching a salmon in the first place you're gonna probably want to like kill it and eat it so yeah, what, well, what is suspicious well exactly maybe someone's just putting that salmon up their ass or something oh like God. that that maybe that's why <laughs> so, oh no that's that's suspicious. what are you doing with that salmon where's that, that going illegal. you eating it <laughs> oh my god so another one i've got here again you can give us your um information on this you can clarify this for us because you have a dog and it involves dogs and again we have, like we have different opinions on the royal family, I think we have different opinions on dogs I love as my well. dog. Um, sure, sure. <laughs> if So, failing to carry a spare um, dog poo bag, so a spare bag is a, a bag extra, let's say, is illegal. So, you can be walking your dog, you've got one poo bag. I don't what's the technical term? Is it a poo bag? Yeah, I'd call it a poo bag. Oh, right. Okay, I got that one right. So you've got one poo bag. The dog does a shit. You clean it. Then you've got no more poo bags. And then a policeman stops you. What are you going to (laughs) do? You're pregnant. Just piss in his hat. I know, right? Don't get out of it. Be like, shit, I need a wee. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You might leave me alone. So when you go out with your dogs, how many poo bags do you put in your pocket? We have it on like a roll, so generally quite a lot. But um, there have been, it has been the odd occasion when I've been like, oh no, I've obviously forgotten one. So I've had to go and like ask a friendly walker for a spare. Oh my God. Uh, notice she said there an odd occasion. So, you know, it's only happened a few times, I hope. Um, but so you actually pick up the shit with your hands though, yeah? Is that right? Not with my hand. Like yeah, but you don't, in, but you, you can still feel it. There's the substance. You still feel how, if it's soft, if it's hard. Yeah, I mean, you've got a bag covering it. Why would anyone, why would anyone do that? It's absolutely disgusting. And the most... Do you know what? If you ever have kids, I cannot wait to see your reaction. (laughs) Yeah, but kid, well, human shit is not as bad as dog shit. If there's, you know, if I have to pick, what do I want to touch? I would definitely choose human shit. I I wouldn't. (laughs) Oh, my God. So... Again, we've mentioned this before about when your daughter is older, she listens to this podcast. So you're basically saying now you prefer your dog shit to your daughter's shit. <laughs> what kind of mother are you? That is just unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Well, the thing is, hers is just really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dog's just bad, <laughs> the sure. Dog's just it, like, he eats yeah, just, just like dry biscuits the entire oh, his life. God, right, I, I have to move on from this. Even <laughs> this is too obscene and too disgusting for me um so another one uh, of these strange laws is that no person is allowed to bring into england potatoes which he knows are from poland okay so you cannot bring potatoes from poland wow i don't know what's wrong with potatoes in poland do you know have you had these potatoes I feel like that's a little bit racist towards Polish people. Well, yeah, there must have been something with these potatoes. It's very strange. What about crisps? You know, crisps obviously come from potatoes. I need to understand these laws. If I go to Poland and bring some crisps back, am I going to get arrested? I just don't know. That's mad. It's a strange one. Although I did think it's not really something you bring back 
from your holiday, is it? So I went to Poland. Hi, mum, I've brought you a present. So, okay, what did you bring? So I've got, so I've got some potatoes for you. It's not, <laughs> not something I've ever brought back from a holiday. What about you? No, I can't say that I have ever brought back potatoes. Um, well, I did have one one incident where I nearly got myself into trouble by taking food into a country. Oh yeah, but never the other way around. Well, now you know. Okay, yeah, that know. is the uh, that is the reason for rock and roll English. We're not only teaching English here; we're also teaching about laws, teaching about life culture, lessons. life lessons. Exactly, as I always say, Charlie. Every day <laughs> is a school day. It is well done. Okay, and you're a proper teacher as well, so that yeah. that should you should have that maybe tattooed on your head. <laughs> Think about it. Okay, think about my it. my motto for life. Yeah, is that a motto? We had that recently, actually. A motto is like the slogan, let's say, of your beliefs. Um, anyway, thanks for coming on and having a go at me. What does it mean, having a go at me? Uh, oh, to, to nag you, I suppose, or to... You're using some... You're replacing rock and roll vocabulary with rock and roll vocabulary oh, okay. here. Uh, so... You're not... You, your name is Clarification Charlie, okay? We expect a clarification. <laughs> Sorry, people. <laughs> Um, well, I suppose it's a bit like uh, telling you off, as a bit like teachers do with students. <laughs> well, you are my teacher in life, okay? So thank you very much for that. <laughs> thank you. Okay, and we'll see you soon. Yeah, all right, brilliant. See you soon. See Bye. you later. Okay, so that was Clarification Charlie and me speaking about English laws and her, as we said, basically telling me off, having a go at me. Anyway, let's look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. We had the term strongly worded letter, a quite formal way, actually, to say a letter that says some bad things. Just learn that as a chunk, a strongly worded letter because that's generally how we use it. We had pissed off, we've had that a few times when you're very angry, stuck in a rut, which we are for reviews at the moment, when you are in a bad period, let's say. Um, I also use the term, I've got your back. Remember, that's not sexual, and it means like, I will support you. It's quite informal, but a very funny way to talk. We had the penny has dropped, which is when you finally understand something after a long time. Charlie also used the term fucker when she said not a single fucker on the bus gave me their seat. A very funny term actually, just to say person, not a single person, not a single fucker gave me their seat. But obviously a more sort of informal way. Funnier though. We had the term washed up onto the shore. Um, we use this for whales when they appear on the beach. We can use this for other things I suppose. Generally whales though. Dead bodies can wash up on the beach not the best example, I know, but I'm thinking on the spot here. I've had no time to prepare. Actually, I have. I've, never mind. I'm going to stop. I'm going to move to the next one, and um, which is moaning. When you moan, you complain. And then we had some um, crying vocabulary when Charlie said, I wasn't a blubbering mess. So if you blubber, you do this <laughs> when you cry and you blubber, like cry a lot. <laughs> Not the best impression, I know, but never mind. We had well up. When you well up, it's when you're about to cry. Your eyes fill with water. That is welling up. We also had the term banging on about when I said I've been banging on about the royals a lot recently. I've been talking about the royals a lot. We had the term sheep shaggers. Um, shag is the one I'm really interested in, which is an informal way to say have sex. Shago is not actually even a word. It's just a stupid thing that we say. And um, We had the term spare when Charlie said she takes a spare dog poo bag. 
So a spare one is like an extra one. You can have a spare room in your bedroom. Um, speaking of poo bags, she said there's been the odd occasion when I've forgotten one. So that term, the odd occasion, is a very nice term which just means a few occasions. Not very many, but a few. We had the term log. A log is part of a tree, actually, but also a way to describe a poo. I'm making the sort of sign of it with my hands, but obviously you can't see it, like a long strong one let's say um we had the term motto which is like your slogan of your beliefs let's say um we had the term have a go at me we can have a go at anyone if you have a go at someone you shout at them and you tell them off um and then we also had the term nag when you nag at someone it's like saying do the washing do this do this do that that is nagging please stop nagging and that is all of the rock and roll vocabulary for this week some kind of good news there will be a bonus episode on thursday woohoo with a special guest oh yeah baby i won't mention any more but there will be a bonus episode on thursday anyway thanks a lot for listening i will see you all again on thursday in the meantime just keep on rocking people thanks so much for listening to rock and roll english for more great content and to stay up to date visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rock and roll english we'll catch you next time